What's going on? Another week of the Pigskin Kingpins. Uh, we're going to get right into it right now. So let's cue the Migos. Magnifico! Trapping like the narco. narco. Got dope like Pablo. Pablo. Cut dope like Pablo. Cut dope. Chop trees with the Draco. Draco. On the north got Diego. Diego. Say hasta luego. luego. We'll be in rapping kilo. Yeah. Snub nose with potato. Alright, like I said, week 14 of the Kingpins this week. Uh, me and Peta decided we're going to go into the uh, AFC North. Uh, Peta, first off, how you doing, bro? What you saying? I'm good, bro. You know, yeah. watching some ball right now. Lakers are getting slapped as usual. Mm-hmm. Before, we, before we get into some football today, let me go on a limb. Yeah, Portland okay. is going to knock out the Lakers in the first round of the playoffs this year. So they got that seed locked year. up for sure? Because I heard they're kind of competing with the Suns. Like, the Suns got to win. Some people got to win. Then they could lock up Oh, the yeah, eight. but... Everyone's Portland is, for the eight, but Portland is locked into the play in though. And you know, right now they're in the eight seed, so they're gonna have to be beaten twice in a row, which just isn't gonna happen by any of those teams right now. Yeah, no that, shot. That, hey, Portland's definitely the best team of those four. Because yeah. it's what? It's Portland, Spurs, Grizz, and uh Suns, right? So Yeah. yeah. None of those so it'll be nice to see. It'll be nice to see LeBrick. LeBrick going home early this year. Yeah, but LeBrick is going to become LeBron when there's actually stuff on the line and he's actually playing for real stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but As I did usual. see something that was kind of scary. I know we're going off on a tangent here. Um, he was saying that he doesn't feel like him or his team are in playoff mode yet. Now, No, they're not. I, I don't think they are either, but I think he's boosting too. Like, he can turn it on whenever he wants. So, just yeah, you better hope the rest of the team can. <laughs> oh, if they don't, let's talk about Klee a couple of years ago. He doesn't really need him to turn mm. it on. They can take a series of yeah. games on. He'll put him on his back. Not in the stacked West. Not like it's not like that. Oh yeah, no, in the stacked before, West. Bro. This guy just never gets credit, eh? This guy just never gets credit. Just the goat everywhere he goes, but then it's just always something to diss. It's disrespectful, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Go everywhere he goes. All right. Anyway, <laughs> we gotta go back to football. We gotta go back to football because you're gonna cheese me talking about LeBron like crazy. I'm uh-huh. not this right now. The goat who's only won 33 percent of his finals appearances. Hey, eh? that's a goat worthy. Yeah, it is goat worthy. Look at the squad. Did you ever have a pip? Goat <laughs> worthy. Yeah, yeah. He never had a pip. When you gave without, him a pip, he locked it down. Without AD last year, man, didn't even make the playoffs. That's what. I, that's what I'm trying to. Th- Dude, I thought we were trying to get off this. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Like, you always had the supporting cast. He started slow early, too, and then he has Pippen in this squad. And Don't even like, say he didn't have – he had, he had all-stars on Miami. He had all-stars on Cleveland. Let's not even get it twisted, acting yeah. like he was playing with no two one, other no all-stars on Cleveland no and two other Pippen. all-stars on Miami. No one like Pippen, though. No one like Pippen, though. Did you see Pippen after he left Chicago? He was a nobody. He was done. Yeah, but that's, they got their money's worth, and then he was gone. Don't diss Pippen. Yeah. You sound, like, just you sound good. like the guy who was trying to pay him. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> like Jerry. Pippen, Pippen is just a man that uh, Jordan made good. No shot. That is so ridiculous. That is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. He was one of the <laughs> All best. All right, let's get to, let's get to football. Yeah, I tried to take it away. You took it there. You took it there. Uh, let's get right into it, Peta. All right, AFC North, like I said. Uh, for me, when I started talking about this week, I really focused on the birds, the flock mostly, because I feel like that's where all the action is. But then Pettit brought up a good point when we were talking. Uh, there is so many fantasy assets up in the oh, yeah. North. It's crazy. Like every team oh, yeah. top to bottom almost. If they're not studs even, like guaranteed, they're like big names that are kind of interesting and fun. And we're going to get into that. So uh, 
with that in mind, speaking of all the fantasy assets uh, in the AFC North, I'm just going to ask you a general question straight up. Who do you think is the best fantasy asset in the division? Uh, I mean, this is a pretty easy one if you ask me. Who is it? Shelby you got it? <laughs> no, it's Lamar, obviously. Okay, you know okay. the man. I was hoping he'd get too excited. I was thinking that maybe Chubb. You know, I was even thinking of Joe Mixon, but yeah. maybe based on their uh, ADP. But you know, it's just hard to have to say someone is like more valuable than Lamar, especially a running back, considering he had like a top five to ten running back season last year, and that's just on top of everything he gives you. A quarterback leading the league in passing yeah. yards, like he just has to be the top guy here. Um, mm-hmm. That being said. I personally wouldn't take him in the second or third round where he's been drafting. Oh, no, me neither, but I never do that. With the the live ESPN uh, ADP rankings, he's actually about around 15th right now. And you know what? That's just ridiculous. There's way Mm -hmm. too many stud receivers and running backs in the second Mm -hmm. or third round that, you know, you're going to get much more value on. There's always QBs to be had, Pena. There's always QBs to be had. Oh, yeah. No one like Lamar. Don't get me wrong, but there's people that can – like a QB can go off any given week. If you get oh, a yeah, consistent guy, RB or wide since, receiver, you're laughing. Ever since 2013, no, no uh, player has consistent QB has finished in the top five of scoring twice two years in a row. So you know it's gonna, just going to be a hard feat for him to repeat that. Mm. It was an insane year last year, second to only Christian McCaffrey. But yeah. you know, I think he's those rushing yards are going to come down, and you know, maybe his passing yards go up, but. I just don't see the the same rushing statistics from last year, which really helped cor- carry a quarterback, especially in ESPN standard uh, scoring models. Yeah, and yeah, good good point. You brought that up. All the research that I did and you as well, uh, ESPN standard. Even though we don't play standard, we play point five PPR. I just feel like it's the good go to. So that's for the segment of the episode, flashing back to fantasy. But uh, I I picked Lamar as well. I thought about Chubb, and uh, we both kind of touched on it earlier. Like uh, when you're drafting. You want to make sure, like, my lineup's always like this and yours is the same and everyone else in our league, and I feel like we're pretty good. And it's a general rule of thumb. You want stud running backs and wide receivers. They're the most important position, especially running backs. Because those are oh, the yeah. guys that are just getting 20 touches, 25 touches out of the backfield, potentially, if you get a bell cow like that, and then plus stuff out of the backfield and what have you. But the reason why Lamar goes ahead of all those – well, Ch- Chubb, for me, is the biggest competition in the AFC North. Uh, is because he's such an X factor. Like you said, there's nobody like him in the league. There's nobody like him in the league. He's in a scheme and on a team that's built around him that tailors to all his talents on the ground and as a passer too. Because, like, I know the system helps him make be a good passer, but let's give credit where credit is due. Lamar can throw the ball, all right? He's not the number one passer, but he can throw the ball for sure, no doubt. He's definitely a QB, but he's also an RB, and that's, that's what makes him an X factor and the most valuable because he's also, like, he can also just run all over you. I agree with you with what you said, and I've said this before, that I think his uh, rushing numbers are going to go down. I think they should go down. Like, if I was Harbaugh, I'd make sure they go down, like try to keep your boy right. And I think also defenses aren't going to let him rush as much. Like, they got some tape on him now, you know what I mean, like a gear under their belts. But that being said, Lamar's oh, yeah. the guy. He's a human X factor. He's a joystick, and his numbers are still going to be astronomical. Like, he's going to be – just off the top of my head, probably top three QB, at least a lock for sure in fantasy. Maybe even, like, I'd go as far to say top two. For me, it's kind of between, like, the three big boys, you know, Russ, my homeboy, and uh, Lamar. But, uh, yeah, he's the guy to have. And if you can get him when it's right, get him for sure. Get him for sure. Wow, I'm a, 
I'm a little more skeptical than you are, if I'm being real. I don't know if he's going to be a, a top two or three. I'm I, think, expecting- I think realistically top three, I feel safe about. Top two is bold, but top three, I, I would say top for sure. I'd say top five for me is safe yeah. just because I think his rushing yards are going to come way down from 1,200 yeah. last year. I think he's going to yeah. be under 1,000. I think so, uh, Harbaugh, Harbaugh. I think his passing could go up. Like, don't you think his passing oh, yeah. will go up? It's going to be like one goes down, one goes up. Yeah, it, it should go up, but again, not the maybe, same level. Might, yeah, yeah, yeah. If he's going to throw, if he's going to be throwing the ball more, he's going to probably be throwing more interceptions. He only threw the ball 400 times last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, like you said, it could be. I, I very well see a top five finish. Uh, running top five back, running safe, Heather, like top five safe, but pencil me in for top three on the record right now. Ooh, okay, Thanks. you okay. like that. All right. Yeah, yeah. I like a little bit of risk taken here. Yeah, you like that. I knew you'd like that. There's a little more of this coming, bro. But that being said, his, his throwing yards better be up. Hollywood Brown another year. They added in some uh, couple of receivers who are, you know, pretty good rookie guys. Mm-hmm. And so he should, his throwing should be up. But, hey, I think the defenses are going to be more cued in. Like you said, a year of oh, tape. No teams, teams usually figure take a, a year or so to figure out a new system. You see it when college systems come up or – RG3 type system or even Tim Tebow when he excelled but mm-hmm. defense is usually lag a season behind but it'll be close you know it'll be a good it'll be good to watch for me like that's a that's a great point so we're hanging on here but like just look at how he performed in the playoffs so far and I'm not trying to diss him at all like I still think he's a stud and he's going to get his wins in his playoffs and potentially his chips but that like his playoff performances and how teams plan for him is going to be how the regular season is going to plan out he's not going to be as crazy because teams have a full year of tape now regular season it's not like the oh, playoffs yeah. where you have bare time, you know what I mean? And that's like how Tennessee got them, you know, and they could like like twice in a row, they had all that time to game plan for them and they were ready. And then you can find a way to try to contain them. Like now that and, there's a whole regular season, teams are going to have that luxury to try to contain him uh, like for regular season games, you know, because there's so much tape and now you know his tendencies and all that stuff and what have you. So that's definitely another good point, like, Bring expectations down a touch, but the counter and the one that we're both saying is he's still an X factor and there's nobody like him. There's been really nobody like him. The closest thing was Vic, and I love Vic. Vic's my boy, but I think Lamar is even a step above him already at this point. He's, he's just, a better runner. Yeah, he's just a video game. Like, it's just ridiculous. He doesn't, have, he doesn't have the arm like Vic, though. He doesn't have the gun like Vic, though. Vic's gun was so much fun. Throwing darts with that oh, yeah. lefty, too. But, you know, fantasy production, Lamar gives it with those rushing yards and rushing TDs. That's huge for a QB. So, Lamar is – and this is fantasy week. We're flashing back to fantasy. He's the most valuable fantasy asset in the AFC North. I can agree on that. Yeah. All right. What are we saying next, bro? What do you got lined up for me? What's your question for me now? Who would you rather? AFC North again, looking at the Ravens, Mark Mm. Ingram, or J.K. Dobbins? Look at the flock, hey? Okay, great question. Great question. Uh, for me, I feel like uh, it's a tough call, man. It's a tough call because J.K. Dobbins, my boy, the Ohio State, very talented back. But I just don't think he's going to get the opportunity to get his. Mine's like a push, and I'm going to go with Mark Ingram. But the reason why is I kind of think – Dobbins is going to produce pretty well and Ingram's production is going to take a touch of a hit because uh, like the Ravens offense is all tailored to the ground game and Lamar like they have a three-headed monster in Lamar Ingram and Dobbins and they're all going to get theirs and then obviously like they can sling the ball as well but I don't feel like uh, me personally 
like if I had to take one, I'd take Ingram, and I still think he's going to be pretty unreal. But I feel like it's kind of up in the air. Like I think Ingram might go back a bit, and Dobbins is going to do well, and there's just going to be a lot of touches for both of them, but there's going to be no bell cow. And it's like something that we always talk about on this show. You want a guy who owns the backfield, and I think – like neither one of them throughout the year are going to fully own it. But if I had to choose, Ingram's going to be the guy. He's still a veteran and he's a gamer. You know what I mean? We're talking about a Heisman winner, a baller in New Orleans. And I think that would be the one good counter for this is uh, just look at a few years ago when Ingram was there with Kamara in New Orleans, right? Like they were both balling out. They were both assets. They weren't even like you want one and you want the other. You want a handcuff. Like you could have one guy or the other guy and you'd be sitting blessed with like a good – Top 12 RB1 kind of guy week to week. You know what I'm saying? So I don't see Dobbins. Top 12. Being, I don't see Dobbins. No, neither of these guys is going to be an RB1 this week. No, no, no. I'm not saying, I'm not saying, I'm not saying that. I'm, that's, that's my point, Peta. I'm just saying, like, that'd be my counter argument, but I don't think that. You know what I mean? I don't think. Okay. I don't think that. But if you were, like, thinking that, potentially that Dobbins is going to break out of Mark Ingram, still going to ball, then you could feel good about having either guy. But I don't think that's the case. I'm going to go with Mark Ingram, but I think his numbers are going to go down a touch from last year. That's what I was saying. All right. All right. Let me that spit some facts counter. here. I like a counter. All right. You like of course a you want, argument. Of course you want the old man. Going to be 31 this season. Yeah. Tenth season in the season league. Season vet. You can already tell he's slowing down, although he never really had the speed to start. Yeah, but uh, pump. That was, that's never been his game. You can't knock it for not being his game. He's still fast. Oh, and yeah. His game has been thumping and cutting. And exploding and that thumping, you know, slows a man down. Mm. So I'm going to take the young guy here, especially given his ADP. His ADP right now is about 110, where Mark Ingram's is about 73. I'm not going that high on Mark Ingram when I think J.K. will produce just as similar stats. And don't get me wrong, especially if you're thinking keeper dynasty leagues, Mark Ingram will not be the starter beyond this year. Okay, well, I'm not I talking don't even know. dynasty. I'm talking about this year. This year? Yeah, in a draft. This year, I would. I honestly think I would still want Dobbins because, yeah, Mark Ingram will start off as the starter this year, probably you at least Dobbins for the first. Role. I think Dobbins second half of the season. You know, compressed off season with COVID, he's not going to have as much time to shine, but he's going to show you why he's a big boy from the Ohio State. The Ohio Got a lot of comparisons State. to Zeke, and I think second half of the season. And you know, when the second half of the season is when fantasy championships are won, week 13, 14, 15, yeah, sixteen. And I want my man, JK, for that time. Especially given his ADP of about 110, you're deep at that point. You're in like the 10th round at that point. And that's yeah. when you're looking for those gems. And I think he's just a gem that you cannot pass Okay, on. well, I'm not talking about ADP. Like, I don't care where they're ranked. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about who's a more valuable asset right now. And I think Mark, yeah, but, if you just had to pick when, one or the other, who are you going to take? I'm going to take yeah, but when And I don't think, yeah, like, when, I, I know there's comparisons to Zeke and stuff like that. And don't get me wrong, I'm not knocking Dobbins. Like, Dobbins is elite and... I agree with you. Like, I think next year he could be the guy, no doubt. But I just don't see Ingram falling off like that crazy and letting it be there to be had. I think at best case, they're sharing. Especially, case, like the, that, especially at the way, the way, like, the Ravens rock. You know what I mean? Second thing like, is – They're going to both counter, be on the field a lot. You know what I mean? They will, but – Yeah. Exactly. But the thing is, with fantasy, you know everything is related to their draft position. You can say who you'd rather have, but you're, have, you're going to have to pick Mark Ingram that much earlier and – that would definitely goes into every yeah, person's fantasy decision. When I was decision. doing that, I wasn't thinking that with the part of the question. Yeah, but you would if have to. That, 
that, that, you don't that's have to do that at all. It's like, the who do you want was, more in fantasy? Who's a more valuable JK? fantasy asset? Yeah, exactly. But you have to think of their draft position because if Mark Ingram says to go in the third round, obviously you're not going to want him. Even in the, the about the sixth or seventh round, if you can have a guy who's going to put up similar production like 30 picks later, why wouldn't you want him? Well, I mean, that like I don't think you have to think about that. You have to watch the wording of the question. Like in real life, yes, you have to see who's more valuable and who's getting more bang for your buck. But the way I interpret the question and that's is, what just, it is, who would you rather have, Mark Ingram but, or J.K. Dobbins? It's just straight up. In fantasy, bro, but you got to consider fantasy. the draft position. You're, you're not, you have to talk about the draft position when you're talking about fantasy. You can't just say, oh, this guy is – I want him, but I'm not going to think about how much higher he's drafted than the other guy he's probably going to split carries with. Well, I wish you would have specified that for the question. <laughs> because then I'm going to be a little bit of a different story. Let's just be real. That's just part of the, every consideration you need for fantasy, bro. Well, I, I know we're talking about fantasy. Don't dispet it. That question was just poorly designed. <laughs> <laughs> when you pitched me that question, I think you, you being said a, rank and stuff. That being said, being still, a, I guess, if, if we're thinking about rankings and stuff and like where you're going to get the most bang for your buck, I might look other ways. I mean, oh, I'll, yeah. take, I'll take Dobbins deep just because there's like – no risk in it. Like, you kind of know how I feel about that. Like, I love taking rookies because they're always so, like, poorly ranked with their ADPs. And then, like, the, um, the ceiling is so high versus other guys that are around there that have just been in the league for a while. But, like, and- if, if, if we're talking about that and you're asking me personally, like, there's going to be other guys, especially where Ingram is, that I'd much rather have. And honestly, let's be real, too. Since this is an AFC North division – there's a lot of other running backs I'd rather have in this division. Yeah, yeah. I'd rather have – give me, give me Chubb, uh, Joe Mixon. Mixon, Chubb, even maybe uh, Kareem Hunt, maybe. Kareem Hunt, Pence. I don't know, but we're going to have to know. Chubb, Chubb kind of has a strangle uh, on that right now. Just kind of like how Chubb Ingram and, has it right Chubb now Mixon against Dolphins. Sure. But. <laughs> yeah, for right now maybe. <laughs> yeah, and then James Conner probably uh, – James oh yeah, I forgot about James Conner too. Uh, no, I'm I'm not sold on him. He's gonna be yeah, injured. I'm not either. Yeah, I think I'd take Ingram over Conner. Just gonna be the fresher man too. Yeah, uh, honestly, Conner <laughs> is more Conner is more upside though. I'm just more worried about Conner's injury. Yeah, his health. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, all right. Anyways, so moving on here. Uh, I'm gonna stay in the North, of course, AFC North episode. But now we're gonna move it over to the dog pound. And I think you know where this question is heading. Another player-player comparison on the same team. Who would you rather have, OBJ or Landry? The juice man. Give me the juice man, Jarvis Landry. 12th overall in scoring last year. Wide receiver one, whereas OBJ was wide receiver three. Finished 25th overall. Yeah. I don't know what it was that maybe the – uh, OBJ was banged up as usual, which always happens, or the offensive line was poor. You didn't have time to get OBJ the ball. But I just think Juice, he's a more reliable, safer option. Baker's more comfortable with him, clearly. Uh, that being said, you know, with a better O-line and maybe Baker doing better, OBJ could have a better season. But, again, I did some good research, and, you know, I considered at ADPs, and Juice's ADP is 27 spots behind uh obj so i just like that and i just think that more value, more value in juice more value eh? more value you know i'm all value about value one, eh? of course i'm all about the value okay and just okay. and and i just think juice is more reliable so i know so you're listen, probably gonna listen, roll listen here 
listen here, all right? So I know that you're pretty high on the Browns. You know that I'm not. I would take neither. There's so many guys I'd rather have based on where both of them are ranked. I know Juice is back. And, like, OBJ is ranked pretty high just because of, I think, name value and stuff. But he also did have a sneaky good year considering he was banged up. I wonder how banged up he really was. But, you know, still broke a 1,000. Uh, the Juice Man, you know, uh, wide receiver one finish at the end of the year, squeaked in there. Uh, if I had to choose, I'd probably rock with the Juice Man as well. I know you probably thought I'd take OBJ. And I definitely think he's more talented and stuff like that. But, uh yeah, like at the end of the day, like I think OBJ is way overranked still. Like there's no value to be had there. If he had fallen back nah, a few nah, pegs, you know what no I mean? Value. Because like he had a down year for his name, then I'd be like, wow, that's a steal. You know what I'm saying? Like I'd be like, wow, I'm going to jump on it. Like people are really sleeping. But he's still valued like uh, amongst his peers about like whereabouts he would be, I feel like. Unless he like balled out last year in like a perfect world, then he'd be ranked a lot higher, probably like in the top three, like he was accustomed to just a few years ago when he was with my G-men. But that being said, I'm going to rock with Landry because we're keeping value in mind now. I definitely think he has more potential to break out and really bless you where you'll be picking him versus OBJ. I don't think – like I, I, I mean, like I said it before, I'm not really high on either, but uh, I think Landry has wow. more boom for your buck. So, yeah. But if you had more, you would be thinking you'd rather just skip on both of them, eh? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, no doubt. Wow. There's definitely – like, based where both of them are going to be picked, like, OBJ is going to be, like, what, like, depending on your league, like, early to mid-second-ish, per se, and then Juice is no, going to be – No, OBJ probably third to fourth. You think third? Yeah. Well, late second, early third, and then Juice back. Even yeah. Uh, I mean, when you think about it that way out loud, Juice, that could be, like, a huge deal. But I feel like even then still, I'm just falling in love with the name value and stuff. And it's just, I'm falling onto the hype train again. Like, there's definitely going to be other guys around there that I'd definitely rather have. No doubt. The only guy I'd honestly rather have around than from the AFC North, though, is, you're going to laugh at this, but I'd rather have Juju over both those guys. You would, I don't eh? think there's any. Yeah, I would rather have Juju, but I'd give me, <laughs> give me juice, give me juice over, uh, AJ I don't want Green any of those Tyler guys. Boyd. Actually, I'd, I'd rather have Juju. I'd rather have Juju over both of them, too. Yeah, but you'd probably rather have want, AJ Green over both of them, too. I still don't want Juju. <laughs> I would rather have AJ Green over all those guys, no doubt. Of and course. Boyd, too. Yeah. And Boyd, too. Double down. I'll take Boyd and AJ Green over all those cats. Because let's be real. Yeah. Juice and OBJ are injury prone, but you'd rather the guy who missed the entire season last year, not just a few games. <laughs> yeah, because he's, he's getting right. Because he's getting right now. He's, he's getting right, right on a team that's. That's still going to be picking in the top five next year. No shot. You know what I'm saying, bro? No shot. You know yeah, playoff saying. bound. Yeah. Maybe if they, it's maybe if be they flip Joe the Burrow standings, they'll finish the number RG3. one seed. Joe Burrow's going to repeat like RG3. He's just going to take Cincy by storm. I'm telling you, bro. Oh, He's yeah. Like yeah, I'm sure. Except, well, he, he needs some blocking. but <laughs> He's going to be throwing the ball to that. To T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd because A.J. Brown's going to be on the IR as usual. A.J. Green's going to be Green. blessed. A.J. Green's going to be fine. There's so he many weapons. doing there. nothing. Who's going to be balling is going to be Juju. Back with Big Ben, that's how it's going to be done. Yeah. But Maybe by the end of the season, Big Ben is going to be the most valuable asset in the AFC North. No shot. Hot take. That's I wouldn't bet game. on it, think, though. I don't think you believe that. Only, only pull that up if you know it happens. Otherwise, keep it buried. Yeah, looking at wideouts that are ranked on ESPN here now that around Jarvis Landry, though, back to the question, 
Like, I'd take – like, this is just a wide receiver rankings, not, like, total ADP, but give me Scary Terry, no doubt. Give me DJ Chark for sure. Your boy, Devontae Parker, he got me on his train. Give me him. DK, how is he – how is DK behind him? Like, give me DK for sure. Gallup, mm, probably going to rock with juice there, realistically. No way, Gallup. Oh, yeah, right. No. You're probably going to take Marquise Brown over him too. <laughs> well, we'll get into that. We'll get into that. <laughs> we'll get into that, bro. We'll get into that. Don't you worry, man. Don't you worry. All right. Uh, moving on, though, now. So you know where I stand. I'm sleeping on the dog town, no doubt. Of uh, course. And they're going to they're gonna show you this year. You yeah. can only, you can only, you can only be nothing. wrong. Everybody can only be wrong so many times with uh, the Cleveland Browns. Eventually, they're going to be good. No, no. no. There's a reason why you, you can be wrong as much as you want because it is the Cleveland Browns. That's what I'm telling you. moving on though we're going to keep talking about a a guy who's uh, new to the pound we're going to compare him to a guy on the flock uh mark andrews versus hooper who would you rather have in fantasy hooper give the tight end some love you're going with hooper right yeah give me austin hooper third in fantasy ppr points per game last year two spots ahead of mark andrews who was fifth in points per game last year give me hooper you know why? I think Njoku's either going to get traded or he's just not going to have much of a role given this offense. Well, Njoku, he wants out, so. Exactly. He wants yeah. out, but if he doesn't get traded, I can't. I, I think he's going to be kind of like last year, except not injured. Even when he yeah. came back from injury last year, he just didn't really do anything. I think he needs to be Well, he's going to be worse scenery. because he's not even like the guy now. Even oh, he was oh, yeah. never the guy. He was never the guy. Yeah, he's just, he quotes. just needs to change the scenery. Yeah. And you know, Hooper, I think he's going to be a safe tight end. You know, we got they got a super stacked offense. You gotta you gotta compete with Juice. You gotta compete with OBJ. You know, Chubb is gonna get his carries. That's not really a problem. But Kareem Hunt might be taking some a lot of passes from Hooper. But I just think you know, Hooper is gonna be that safe guy. I don't know. They say the offensive line's a lot better, but we'll actually see what it is. Mm-hmm. If it's not as good as they're advertising, Hooper's gonna be a safe checkdown every time, and that doesn't even start to get into the ADP. Mark Andrews' ADP is 45.7. That's like a fourth to fifth round pick. Mm-hmm. I would much rather a, a lot of other players over that. And Hooper's is ADP is 134.8. They're not showing him love. They're thinking they're sleeping on Cleveland's tight ends. And, you know, yeah. based There's on last question. There's probably a reason why, Peta. There's probably a reason why you, they're sleeping. You know, I went with Juice last question, but if I'm being real, there's a very good chance that both Juice and OBJ can be injured and spend time on the IR next year, as evidenced by I'm pretty sure both of them having surgery this offseason. I know Juice did for sure. And I'm pretty sure OBJ just, did, I thought, on his ab or whatever. Yeah, see, different. they both had. Yeah. They both are coming off surgery. So, he you know, Austin Hooper hernia, right? or something like is that? a new tenant. Yeah, yeah, he did. It was news to me, so honestly, just, that Juice had surgery. What did he have surgery on? Uh, hip, was it? Because he, he played a lot of the end of the season injured. That's what, that's, hip what, or, that's what OBJ was. OBJ said he was banged up like almost the whole year, but it was like a sports hernia. Yeah. Ugh, that'd be so, bad. That would not be fun. <laughs> so that's – yeah, exactly. So I think um, – yeah, it was his hip uh, for Owen Landry. Okay. So, you yeah. know, that's just – so that does give hope that Austin Hooper might be having a bigger role just considering the injury history of these guys. And Mark Andrews is good. Don't get me wrong, but – the Ravens are going to have more threats next year, and he's going to going to improve, but not as much. Okay, well, okay. So now, even with rankings and value aside, 
Mark Andrew, like his value is really high, but there's a reason why you have that better. It's rightfully so. Like he's, like you said, top five tight end last year and he's only going up. He's only going up. He's on a team where he's fitting nicely. The situation's looking blessed. The Ravens flock is balling out and he's one of Lamar's favorite targets. You know what I'm saying? So he's going to be the beneficiary a ton. And yeah, like there's a reason why he's valued that high. And if you take him, I think like you could be even getting more value. Like I don't think it'd be bold to say that he could be a top three tight end. I'll say it again. No doubt. I think he could be, I think he could even like, for me, it's Kelsey, uh, Kittle and him competing for the three slots. I'm kind of disregarding Ertz now. Like I'm not trying to sleep on him like crazy, but I, I, I definitely have rather have Mark Andrews. And then for the other two guys ahead of him, for me, like, I could even be bold and say I'd rather have Mark Andrews over those two. Like, I feel like he's the guy. He's the tight end in the NFL, let alone the AFC North. And then Hooper, there's probably – there's a reason why they're sleeping on him. Like, he was blessed last year, but he's going into a new situation that's full of drama, inconsistency, and a bunch of unknowns. If you're rocking with Hooper, like, if you're right, Peta, obviously you're going to get a, a bunch more value, like, no doubt. But if you're wrong, you're just taking another risk on some Cleveland Brown that's going to let you down and – getting your hopes up and hopping on the hype train. And you can hop on that train and I'll be waving at you as you're pulling off, man. Because you know what? I'm going to be consistency and what I know. And I know Mark Andrews was blessed last year. And you know what? Nothing has changed for the worse. If anything, like the Ravens are just looking better. So They might be better, but like we said, it means we're going to talk about him in better. a second. Yeah. Hollywood, Hollywood Brown, he's going to have a bigger role if yeah. – if- I think that if only helps healthy. Andrews because Andrew, that's not going to hurt Andrews' role. If anything, it's just going to open him up a bit more. Because like, I feel like more last ball year, to- on a consistent basis, Andrews was the only uh, receiving threat of Lamar's that defenses had to respect consistently. Like when Hollywood was balling out, then like you had to respect it a little bit, and then you always got to respect Lamar. But like when you have to respect Hollywood more, that's going to open up things for Mark Andrews. And Let's- the X factor that's throwing him the ball, uh, you have to respect him all the time. There's no, there's no fact like that in Cleveland. Baker, like, is pretty mobile for Baker, per se, but you don't have to worry about Lamar taking off and then come off your guy and then let Mark Andrews have all these easy scores. You know what I'm saying? Let's be real. You're talking, about, you're talking about a guy who could potentially be top three in fantasy next year. I'm talking about a guy who was third in points per game last yeah, year. Yeah, and I'm telling you so right now he's going to be I'm a already lock. telling you. I'm, I'm telling you, get your pencil there. out again. I'll go a step yeah, further. Get your pencil out right now. Lock him in top two fantasy tight end this year. And your boy Hooper takes a big regression, falls out of the top five. Jeez, Ink okay. That. Ink that, this, fam. Ink that. You've been, you've been, you've been bold today, alive. Yes, sir. I'm not bold. This, I'm educated. Read a book. <laughs> I must say, just like they didn't know about Mark Andrews or Lamar last year, they're gonna figure out Mark Andrews this year as well. They weren't able to even respect the pass last year. I think they already they just know. Thought, I think they already they just, know. There's just nothing you can do, Peta. They There's just thought Lamar. They just thought. Lamar could only run the ball, so they didn't even respect the pass last, last you year. Can't but stop this year, they're going to be you can only to contain it. Sometimes they're going to they're going to watch the tape and they're going to shut him down a bit. But like so they're going to get theirs every week at some point. Mark Andrews is going to get his at some point almost every week. Lamar's going to get his at some point every week. You can only hope to contain it. And yes, there's more tape, and like I think uh, Lamar could take an individual step back per se. But the passing game and those weapons. Jeez, yeah, that, more weapons, more less ball to go around. Just Forget so Mark it. Andrews. You're talking about ball to go around. Look at what you're talking about. How many how many studs on paper do you have? And they're all divas. They're all just they're all exactly all the time. And the biggest diva perhaps is the one who's slinging it. He always gets rattled and then doesn't want to talk to the media. You're gonna bank on that. You're exactly. Gonna bank on I'm that? gonna bank on. I'm gonna bank on. Austin is Baker your king? The only, 
Nah, I'm banking on Austin team? Hooper, though. The only consistent man who's going to be on that team. Going to get you no your points week in, week ball. out. There's no consistency around. There'll be the, there's a lot of ball to go around. They had 2,000 receivers. How many balls are they going to get out there, fam? Are they going to have to tackle, tackle last year. one so Hooper can get it or what? Coming from this man talking about Mark Andrews, who <laughs> they barely even threw the – Lamar only threw the ball 400 times last year. That's what I'm saying. That is gonna, we know it's going to go up. We both said it. They're going to want to make yeah, it pass more. But you got Marquise Brown who's going to be hoping to be the number one guy who and no one thinks he's actually going to be. You got two rookie receivers who are looking to take big steps, and you got a rookie running back who's going to be eating. They're going to take Mark Andrews' production. No, not steps. No, no, rookies. not like big steps like that. Nice but they're going to. Now you're just reaching. You're just reaching. They're going to get targets. Don't get me wrong, but Mark Andrews, they're going to be more cued in on him. And I want to see a guy like Austin Hooper who's done it year in and year out. Mark Andrews has only been there for one year, and he's one for how one. Am, he doesn't. How miss. am I really? How miss. am I supposed to? How am I supposed to buy in a fourth round pick on a tight end who's only done it one season? on a team that's due to regress. No, they're not due to regress. The Ravens are just going to regress in general. They have a way tougher division this year. They have Big Ben this – because they got Big Ben one. One, Big Ben is back. The team's going to be much better. I don't even care if Big Ben's back. They're they're the the cream of the crop in the AFC North, no doubt. Two, Cincinnati. You even think Cincinnati's going to be a playoff team, so they're going to give them a hard time. They're they're going to give them a solid time. They're still going to put up fantasy numbers. All yeah, these teams this, can give them – like, the AFC North is strong. Don't get me wrong, but I'm talking about fantasy. All these guys are still going to produce. We're talking about football games. Yeah, like but fantasy – It's not like the team the loses t- and you lose 10 tough fantasy for ma- points Tougher matchups is – yeah, but tougher matchups results in lower production. That's just how it always goes. Yeah, that's but, why you want – that's why you look at guys like with a matchup with schedules. Cincinnati, like a tougher matchup with Cincinnati can still be offensive. Everybody can eat. Yeah, I can't even bring up Cincinnati because I honestly think they're going to be garbage. So, you know, that no, might be a I think, I think I'm turning you over <laughs> I'm just. Them. I'm, I'm just – no, I think Cincinnati's, Cincinnati's done. They're top five pick next year. I'm just using no your claim of them making the playoffs against you. Well, I, I, I could think two things can be true. Like I said, I just said it. Like, team could give you a tough time. You can still ball out. Regardless, that whole, that whole Baltimore team is going to take a step back that, this no, next year. That's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. And it starts with Lamar, and it, it comes next to Mark Andrews. Meanwhile, I want Mr. Hooper, Mr. Consistent. I don't want a guy Mr. who's only consistent, done it one season. Going too inconsistent. There's no way, man. I want a guy. I want a guy who's done it multiple seasons, and I'd like to get him 90 picks later. I feel like the value, like I said, like you could be right with it, but at the same, like it's it's such a gamble. Like I feel like you're just better off taking all the other tight ends that are around there too, as well. Like there's no value to be had there, Peta. There's no value. Yeah, to be but. Had. You're you're also willing to bet value on a tight end who had one breakout season and is he's one for one. On a, he showed he was great. He showed he was great. On, the Ravens yeah, are always good with this. They breakout. know how to get guys to be successful on their team. I want I want a consistent guy. It's I don't want a guy who had a breakout lineup. season. And then you know how often quarterbacks like RG three they have one MVP type season and then they just regress. This could be like Cam Newton back in 2015 when they went 15 and one MVP. What has he done since? Nothing. Well, we're not talking – are you talking about Lamar or Mark Andrews? I'm talking about, well, if Lamar is going to regress to a, a substandard – like I know uh, you don't believe Lamar is going to fall off like that. You just said earlier on the show, if anything, he's going to pass more. Yeah, but I'm also – I'm just saying his – my boy Mark Andrews, but, and we both agree on that. I'm not saying he's going to pass better. Last year he was extremely efficient because he didn't have to throw the ball that much. But what I'm saying is that I think if you Lamar think Jackson he takes a more, step back, but it's all blessed plays that the, that Harbaugh draws up for him and makes for him to a T, like they always do and have done to this point since they've gotten Lamar there, that he can just have like 
similar numbers but just have more because he's just throwing it more? You don't think that's possible at all? I think it's possible, but I also don't bet on guys who are one in one amazing likely. season, and that's that. Anything, I want to see consistency. Stuff, it'll be an irrelevant regress. It'll be like, oh, wow, he went down a couple percentages here because he threw like a couple hundred times more potentially, something like that. No way he's going to throw a couple hundred times more. <laughs> he's going to throw a little bit more. That's me exaggerating a bit, but you know what I'm saying, Tim. He might throw a hundred no times way, more at no most. Way, I, there's no way you believe the Ravens are falling off like that. Like I'll let, I'll let you gamble on Hooper, no doubt. Like I even conceded that fact. Like value wise, you could win there, especially based on like the groundwork he's laid early on, his, like uh, recently in his career. But there's no way the Ravens are falling off. I don't. I know you don't believe they're regressing. Yeah, but I don't. I regret. I, th- I genuinely believe they're not going to win more than eleven games. I think they're probably going to win ten. Not, they're not going to be fourteen and two like last year. That's a guarantee. Jeez. Jeez. That's your There's no way they're gonna. I'm penciling that in that 11 wins at most, most likely 10. Wow, Jeez. wow, okay. There's been some like bold that. takes. This, uh, there's been some bold takes. This, let me write that down 10 most likely. <laughs> I'm uh, Shit, best... I don't know if they'll match 14 either, but I definitely think they're gonna get more than 11. I'll put them right in at 12. How's that sound? Best... Ink that in, yeah, ink that in, bro. All right. Yeah. Best you case, like there's no season, the you know, and then, then we'll never know who's white. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Then we'll just be beefing about it all the time like we are right now. Just talking about stuff. Yeah, like know. usual, Doug. <laughs> Both talking shit, like and I'm usual. always right. <laughs> That's what I love. You're always right. You're always right, exactly. You're always right with that logic because stuff never happens. Then you just think you're right. I'm just – what I say always uh, yeah, seems yeah, to happen. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah, if yeah, it's yeah, luck yeah. or what, but <laughs> correlation does not imply causation, but there's something to be said. And there's also right, something not... to be said about these top two defenses Ooh, yeah. in this division and most likely in the whole league. You know, I rock with the Steelers. I'm sure you clearly rock with the Ravens. You seem to love them so much. Of course I'm rocking with the Ravens. So you think this, the Steelers or the Ravens defense is going to be better than the Steelers this year? From a fantasy standpoint, yes, no doubt. Let me say it from a fantasy standpoint. The Steelers defense is going to be the best defense. You yeah, the Patriots had a crazy. Even better than your Bills. Oh, I do. I think the Steel of Town. They were they were second Even last than your year. Bills, Sam? Are you serious? Yeah, I think so. You're not going to defend your boys. Well, the Bills are going to be better overall. We got they're going to have a better offense. Let's be real, and more, they're fantasy. more creative. But yeah. I think from a fantasy standpoint, the Steelers okay. are going to have the best D, second best last year, and the Patriots opt outs. They lost like key players, Patrick Chung and Jamie Collins. Like their team. With all these fill-ins that they're going to have to be having, they have eight opt-outs in total. That's pretty significant. Mm-hmm. Steel Town boys, you know, we're just going to get it. That being right. said, right. when, you, when you do take in ADP, you can get the Steelers D around 85 and the Ravens D around 99. Mm-hmm. When you look at that, I'm a little more hesitant. And I'm not the type of guy to really take a, take a defense that high anyways. I'm more of a stream week-to-week just matchups for defense because, mm-hmm. again, picking a defense that high is a little irrelevant to me. But if you ask me, I'd rather the Steelers like that. That's why I like this question for you because you're a streamer. Like some guys that are yeah. I can stream when I have to, but I like having a stud defense on deck. It's all about preference. I feel like realistically, it, like there's pros and cons to both. Uh, like, I like how you mentioned the value, like a pick. But it's kind of irrelevant to me, like you said. Like it's like ten spots or what have you. So it's kind of like yeah, it's, that's close bacteria. enough. You know what I mean? They're close enough. And even looking at what they did last year, 
I was a little bit surprised when I looked into this better. The Steelers really turned it on when they got that boy Minka. Like they had 181 fantasy points in ESPN standard versus the Ravens. Oh yeah. Like they really turned it on. I knew they were good, but they really turned it on. I was pleasantly surprised by that. But and that, that was that said, was a that was a defense uh, that was on the field very often because all they had, the time, all the time. They had, yes, I know exactly. And usually a, yeah. a team that it's on the field all the time in defense, they're just bound to get eaten up. But yeah. nope, they they, they held, held the strong. T.J. Watt, Mika Fitzpatrick, a few pick sixes, and you just got studs all around. You even got mans like Joe Hayden who are past their prime, but they can still uh, they can still produce at a high level if need be. Good savvy veteran presence for sure. Like ET3 for the Ravens. Yeah. But here's what I'm saying. The reason why I'm walking with the Ravens, and I know I've told this to you before, like we talk about this all the time. When I look at the Ravens, I consider them like the Seahawks of the AFC, honestly. Them and the Patriots, they're more the Ravens so for me. Like, they're just so well coached on defense every year. You know what I'm saying? Like, they just have all these, like, this, like, mixing bag of guys. They usually have a few studs. Like, you know, the 2000s guys, they had, like, uh, Ed Reed and T-Sizzle and obviously Ray Lewis. Like, they always have some gamers. And they have gamers now. And you need gamers. But all their guys are just really well coached and make plays. You know what I'm saying? And they have that now. I love the addition of Calais Campbell. I think that's going to get you a bunch of sacks. Then they draft that boy Patrick Queen from LSU, who's just, like, they might as well call him the blob because he's just all over the field, just a tackle machine. Like, what a steal for the Ravens to draft that guy with everything they have. Like, that's another story. Like, we can get into that later. But the Ravens just draft so well. That's another thing. But they have all these gamers here. In the secondary, they have Marlon Humphrey, Earl, Marcus Peters, all guys who are going to make plays for you. You know what I'm saying? Like, guys who are going to take chances, get some picks, like who make, make offense out of defense. And I think the Ravens are due for a big step up, no doubt. I think, uh, like, uh, I have it inked right here, and you can get your pencil out another bold prediction. I think, no doubt, Ravens can be a top three fantasy defense this year. Pencil it in. The Steelers are going to be good as well, wow. but the Ravens are going to be better. My counterargument, like you said, I acknowledge the Steelers were on the field a ton because they had Duck Hodges or whoever, uh, Rudolph, working QB, and they had a down year. And there was a reason why they were hanging around for the last week, and it was their defense, especially that boy Minka Fitzpatrick. Like, if I'm going to talk about playmakers in the secondary that make plays – turn defense into offense for the Ravens. I got to talk about that boy, Mika Fitzpatrick. What do you have, Petter? Like two pick sixes in two weeks or three weeks, if I'm not mistaken, something like that. Oh, yeah. So he changed plays. that whole defense around. Yeah. And T.J. Watt was around. a – Yeah. T.J. Watt was an absolute T.J. Watt's blessed. Stud. I'm going to have a hot take. I think he's a touch overrated, but he's still a gamer. He makes that defense good. But I don't think he'd get nearly the amount of love if he wasn't uh, J.J.'s brother. That's just my take. That's not even from fantasy, but I'm just saying – just throwing that in there. Get some people. You're just up. you're talking shit, dog. A man who had yeah, 14 and a half dissing. sacks last dissing. year. You, you know think I'm he's dissing. overrated? 14 yeah, and a I'm half dissing. sacks. A man. He went off. Yeah, Eight force bubbles, care. bro. I don't even care. I don't even care. I'm dissing. Fam, I could probably put up 14 and a half sacks if there's no one else on that defense on the defensive front. Who I got to worry about? Bud Dupree. <laughs> Bud Dupree. Casey Hayward or Cameron Hayward is nice too. And Cameron Hayward, you got an old truck. <laughs> yeah, you still get it done. But Bud Dupree is also sick. And you even got this, the, I think he's either second or third year now, Devin Bush. They added more. Uh, I like Devin Bush. More. I like Devin Bush. Devin Bush Michigan is legit. Clark, eh? Your boy, Wolverine. And, and they, got relation, they got relation to the Bills because Terrell Edmonds, one of the, the Edmonds brother from uh, the Bills, is also on the Steelers. Yeah. yeah. And you know what? what it's hard position, for- what position does that Edmonds play? Is he a linebacker too? No, he's a safety, strong safety. safety? And I think Mika's the free safety. Yeah, and then that, you, that you being guys said, have the though, linebacker, right? Yeah. Yeah. That yeah, being said, captain. I like it. We are, we are talking – we are literally 
arguing over peanuts, though, as the Steelers were the second-best defense and the Ravens were the first, the fourth-best defense. So you yeah. going out on a limb and saying they could finish top three isn't saying much. <laughs> it isn't saying much, but it's a little bold because they're ranked five. So I think they're going to overperform. They should overperform. They're projected fifth for the defenses. I think they're going to overperform, and I think they're going to be better than the Steelers, who I think – Ooh, are Steelers are predicted fourth. They're first. No, they're first predicted. Are they projected first? Oh, well, ADP. ADP, at least. Oh, ADP. Yeah, I just look at – I'm not looking at ADP. I'm looking at overall. Oh, you're looking at rankings? Yeah, okay, yeah, that's yeah. – I could see them being around first yeah, or second. second but yeah, they're second behind your bills. They're second behind yeah. your bills. Ooh. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. You know, it's hard, just it's hard to say. Peers. Yeah. It's hard to say that the bills – like, that. it could be a toss-up between them and them, but I just think regardless – the Steelers will be top two, and at best, the Ravens will be top three. Okay, well, fair enough. I guess you kind of agree with me, but disagree. I, it's just I agree that they're a nasty defense, but I don't think they're as nasty as – Nasty as the Steelers, okay, yeah. So yeah. that's exactly what I'm saying as well. Yeah. <laughs> as usual. But vice versa. <laughs> but vice versa. Yeah. yeah. That's hilarious. Regardless, yeah. yeah, I would say either of those defenses, if you picked them, you're looking. You're in. You're in good hands. You're, you're good. not going to have to worry. But yeah, the AFC North is stacked. You want. You want my. You want my opinion. You always take yeah. a tight end and a defense later in the draft because there's too many other studs you can get earlier that you could even trade for better player players in those positions. Mm-hmm. I usually do too. I usually yeah, do I th- too. I, I think try you to just get try good to- guys. I try to get good guys. Honestly, like this is going off on a tangent a bit. I try to get good guys at every position. But I always judge it at what my running backs and wideouts are looking at and where I'm at at the draft. Oh, and yeah. I look at my team and see what I need and see if, like, okay, I need more or can I take a stud here? That's really all I And you, like, and you already know – I already know you. You're always looking for trade chips too. No, 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 no. No trades yeah, this year. Yeah. This guy's always looking for trades. And I make glass trades. Win-win. This guy, will have, this guy will have Eric Ebron as his tight end in three weeks in. He's got Travis Kelsey and George Kittle as his flex. <laughs> 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 and you would still have and you would, and you would still have Alvin Kamara like your second round pick. There's no. I don't know way. what you're doing with these. And it's always like, yo, I was texting my boy. I'm the only one who knows him in the league. <laughs> That's not true it's at like, all. all. Right, can't you have a group You can't chat. question that then. Oh if my god! It's a man geez. like Nolan or Austin. It's all good. But if it's a man that would know, none of us know that it's oh, it's my boy. Yeah, no wonder he's giving you all his good players. Then that's no, that's so ridiculous. I know you. That's <laughs> that is a boost. That is such a boost. Clearly, here right now because you're putting you put some respect on my name. I, I can't put it. No respect. I'm telling you how it is. I got integrity <laughs> right now. That's disrespectful. <laughs> All that's right. disrespectful. You might have to. You might. There might be some discipline for that in our league, Peta. I don't want to hear that. <laughs> All right, let's get back on topic. <laughs> now, last topic of the day. I know we've already talked about him a little bit. I've talked, talked a little shit before. about him. You think Hollywood Brown's going to break out this year or fake out? Well, can you define – oh, nice, like that. <laughs> can you define breakout for me, Peta? What do you think a breakout is? Uh, like, is he going to finish as a wide receiver one for the year, like a top 12 guy, top 20 guy, top 24 wide receiver two guy? What are you saying? Uh, so let, okay, so right now he's ranked about 50th in, uh, out of the wide receivers for ESPN PPR rankings. That's based mm-hmm. on ADP. Uh, okay. Well, no, that was last year. That's what he finished. Uh, he's ranked about 31st overall this year, and his ADP is about 86.8. So if he's ranked about 31st, would you say breakout would be top 15 to 20? 
because I don't think I don't think he could be a WR wide receiver one. I don't think that's happening. He's not putting up uh, top twelve stats. Yeah, I don't I don't I don't think so either. But like I think I definitely think he could be close to fifteen. Like there's a lot of guys ahead of him that I definitely rather have Hollywood. I think he's poised for a big year. Like I said, I think like I'm going to sound like a broken record because I've been rocking with the Ravens all day. But I think Lamar's going to be throwing more. I don't think their offense is going to miss too much of a beat. I think Lamar's going to keep balling out. And this is all – the key is it's all health contingent because Hollywood was injured when he got drafted. We know this, right? And he was never fully healthy the whole year. Missed a couple games. And, like, his well, numbers, the uh, they, were, they were pretty mediocre. Like, he had 600 yards. He scored seven times, so he scored half the games he started. So, like, that's pretty fun. You know what I'm saying? Seems like a pretty efficient scorer. And we know what his game is, you know. He's a speedster, can run some nice crisp routes, but he can get uh, take the top off and take them in for six anywhere over the field. Uh, I'll say, yeah, if that's like our breakout, top 15, I'll say he'll be 15. I could say he could be pushing for wide receiver one. He could be in the top 12 discussion. Jeez, wow. Um, like, I, I don't know if I've penciled that in, but I think he could be sniffing around there, and I wouldn't be crazy surprised. There's a lot of guys I look at, and just uh, off of what I think – like personally about the guys, like not even looking at numbers. My initial reaction is like, wow, yeah, I def- I definitely rather have Hollywood Brown on my fantasy roster. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Like I just yeah, I, don't, I don't think I don't think they're missing a beat. I think Hollywood, if he stays healthy, he's on the field all the time. He's going to be one of Lamar's two guys, him and Mark Andrews. Those are clearly his guys when it comes to passing, and they're both going to reap the rewards and benefit, no doubt. Like I think he can, I think he can crack a thousand yards easy, and I think he's going to score a lot more. So I think that's going to definitely allow him to ball out. Like, he's just in a blessed situation, Pete. You know how I feel. Like, that's one of my golden rules about players. I want guys on good teams with good QBs. They're always competitive and always trying to win. And if they're the best players on those teams, then they're going to be the best fantasy players in the league for the most part. You know what I mean? Obviously, there's a few outliers and bummy teams here and there. But if you're on a team that's successful, you're going to be successful. You know what I'm saying? And the Ravens, they're on the up and up. And Hollywood Brown, if he stays right and stays healthy, that's the key. No doubt. Pencil it in. All right. Well, what are you saying? I'm. I definitely think he's gonna out, uh, out like perform his ranking around thirty first. I you don't if we're saying breakout is top. If we say breakout is top fifteen, I'm gonna say no because I think he's barely gonna crack the top twenty. He's gonna be close okay. to a breakout, but I would say twentieth, maybe nineteenth at best. I'm just skeptical. He's still really skinny. He's only like a hundred. I'm putting him at like fifteen to fourteen, realistically. Like yeah. He's right there. Okay, so it's not that different. You usually, with your bias towards the Ravens, only five extra spots. I'm not that surprised. You know, that's actually reasonable for you. The right, little, right. the little, uh, I'm a little, little. I'm a little biased. I'm all about the block. You know, I'm you like Hollywood biased. Brown. You know, and him and Lamar. Like you see them work. You see them working out in Miami. This or wherever in Florida they're from. That this uh, off season and looking good. But I'm just skeptical of Hollywood. He's small, man. He's like 175 last year. I think he's like 190. Speed kills, but we don't care about size anymore. Speed kills even, until you, you take it. You can't even hit the man's anyway. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you can't even hit the man's. Why is he always injured then? Why is the man always know. the man? I don't know. I can't, I can't defend. Like, he was – I don't know if he's always injured. Like, I don't know the history of his injuries. No, he's not always, but like I'm that. still – But he wasn't healthy this year at all. He no, wasn't he wasn't. And I'm, I'm a little skeptical, but I'd say top 20 is safe because, you know, he does, have, he does have the skills to take the top off. The only thing is he's a little reliant on that. Let's be real. No matter – even if Lamar Jackson does have this big step up in throwing like we think, he's still not in – he's not in the most favorable receiver position because there's still a run-heavy team. He, he is yeah. – he does have big play potential, kind of like an A.J. Brown or Debo Samuel that's on a 
very run focused game, but relies on like the deep ball and they rely on big plays. And, you know, he did have a big plays last year. AJ cracked a thousand, AJ 1K, you know, for example. You know what I mean? I'm still a little. I think, I guess, uh, like, I agree with you. Like, there's a little more risk in that. Like, I know, thanks for acknowledging my bias for Ravens. I am biased. And if you're not rocking with Hollywood, like, I couldn't blame you because there's not a ton to go off of last year. But I think he's talented enough. And if he stays healthy, that's the key. He can make enough of those big plays. Like, every chance that he gets, he's going to make the most of it. Because when he gets his chances, Peta, like, how the Ravens run, it's going to be big plays, and it's going to be up to him to make it. You know what I'm saying? yeah. It's going to be up to him to make it. We're talking about a lot of play action, run pass options, and the defense is thrown off, and Hollywood does his thing, and then he's just got to catch the ball. Catch the ball and run it in. I think he can do that. So. Still, you know, he does have that big play, but I'm just not yeah. as high. I think, you know what, his ADP of about 87, though, that's about yeah. mid-eighth round. At that point – Tons of value there. Of, tons of value. Very strong consideration. Yeah. Me, my thing with fantasy drafts, though, I was, I'm kind of – I'm a little more hesitant to draft guys with – I know with an injury history. I know he's only one year in the league, but he didn't show mm-hmm. he was too durable last year. But still yeah. 86.8, big name value on a big team. Great – Great pick at 87. Can't say that's bad. Yeah. Because at It's like what I talked like about the, earlier. It's like there's no risk at that point. You know, you're just trying to no. get depth. Like why would you he's try ranked, to hit? Yeah. He's ranked 30th overall for his receivers at that position. And he can – I think he – I think he's going to finish 20th. So he's already finishing 50% better than his, his ranking. And that's good yeah. enough, I would say. If you can have a guy who can finish 50% better than their ranking, you're already looking at a great piece. Yeah. You're getting a lot of bang for your buck there. So he he does have there. he does have the, the potential. I'm just a little skeptical about okay. injury guess, history and so I guess we both think he's breaking out, but it's different levels of breakout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. So you're, you're looking if if someone was watching the podcast asking for fantasy advice, we'd tell them in the eighth round take Hollywood Brown. Yeah. Oh yeah. I would saying. say I'm not going to reach, but if he falls to me in the eighth round, I would take him. Yeah, you're not going to reach, and there could be other guys. Like, I don't know offhand who would be around him at his position. There could be other guys that you might like better, but he could be a really great option as well. He falls to you there. Oh, yeah, because at that point, you're not really looking for your starting receivers. You already have them locked down. You're just looking yeah, for maybe looking a for home run in the flex rough. guy. Yeah, exactly. And he's the type of guy who can give you home run plays. He just yeah. – the one, the he's one the number kind one of, boy. He's the number one boy there. At the one kind of – oh, yeah. The one kind of worry for – Hollywood Brown, though, is he's probably not going to be getting 10 catches a game or so. He's going to be more reliant on the touchdown and big plays. And as you even can check with A.J. Brown stats or even someone like uh, uh, like Deshaun Jackson or someone who relies, is that they're just a little more inconsistent. So you might have to deal with some weeks him going 30 points. Like I had A.J. Brown, and I through. swear this guy had two catches a week, but sometimes he put up 20 points for me. Yeah, exactly. That's just like, just but those are, like obviously there was outlier weeks, but like, but these tough. are the guys I get that I don't like living by big play guys. I'm not going to lie. Like, and you are living by the big play with him, but yeah, realistically, I if he stays he healthy, catches, Oh yeah. I don't know. Yeah. If he know. stays healthy, if he stays healthy, he will be, he'll have enough big plays to put him in the top 20 and who knows if the Ravens don't res, uh, regress the way I think they would, he could even be top yeah, five. This is yeah, it's ridiculous. Or top 50, no, not top no five. No way. Top five. Top five. I think, I, I don't think they're going to be as good as last year. Let's be real. If, that's even if like, be, I think they're going to be darn close. Like I think not as good as a strong word. Like I don't think they're falling off a cliff. They're not falling off a cliff, but even like, I'm not going to say, say regret. I wouldn't even say the word regress. 
Like, I just think they're going to be I would, as good, if not just a little worse. It's like regress it, is it's, disrespectful. It's, it's disrespectful. Yeah. I don't so want to hear it anymore on the show. I don't want to hear it. Maybe who, yeah, okay. Okay. maybe who would be a good comparison would be, let's say the chiefs two years ago, of course, last year they won the Super Bowl, but we're just talking regular season. Fantasy is just regular season. Two years ago, you had Mahomes throw for over 5,000 yards. That offense was amazing, like 14-2 and two or whatever, finished number one overall – or the second overall seed, right? Because the Patriots had the number one. Yeah. Was it that? Yeah, yeah so no, no, second no, overall they, seed. No, they, they – because uh, the Pats went and won an arrowhead. Okay, so yeah. So they had the number yeah. one seed. And then Remember, last was year – That was so yeah. Last year, they did regress in the regular season. You can even check most of the players' stats. They all took yeah. a step back. Maybe apart from Kelsey was probably the only consistent one. one. Like, yeah, that must be. Back to last week, that must be why. Because they definitely did regress. You know what I'm saying? And he didn't have a best regular season, which is like what those top hundreds really are about. But I mean, I, I still – like, sorry to cut you off, but you can get back to what you're saying. But I don't get how he didn't even get it the year before that. How was he still four? Like, it just – No, it's true. Because – the thing with Mahomes, though, at that point, you've already won your MVP. Regular season isn't as important, so the stats necessarily aren't going to be as big. And I think the Ravens, if they want to be elite, they'll probably end up being a little more conservative in the regular season. But I just don't – I'm not buying into the Ravens hype like everyone else is. Like, I get they're really good, and they'll probably be, again, 10-11 win team. But I don't think they're going to be running through everyone like last What'd you year. What would you say? Did you say 12-13 win team? No, 10-11. You're crazy, 12 no, or 13. No, no, no. Better, better. Who knows? Better. They, might be a, they might be a three-win team. There's no <laughs> yeah, it's a. You never know. What if COVID shuts boost. the league down in week four? <laughs> then, any, then everyone's a three-win or three-loss team. I guess that's a good point. You never yeah, know I'm what's going to happen. Yeah, man. exactly. Fair enough, bro. All right, man. Well. Uh, good, t- good checking in with you, bro. And take it easy, fam. Hey. Eh? Okay. Well, let's get into it. We're getting closer to our fantasy draft. Let's, let's start go. running some mocks. I'm gassed up. I'm gassed up. Set the draft date today. I'm gassed up, bro. Okay. Peace, bro. Peace. Thanks for tuning in to another week of the Pigs and Kingpins. We love all the love and support, as always. Uh, keep checking in with us on Twitter. We've got lots of updates, polls, stuff like that. We give those sneak peeks of what we're talking about every week. And uh, keep tuning in uh, to us on uh, Apple Podcasts or Spotify, of course, or whatever your uh, podcast platform is. And, uh, yeah, just keep tuning in. We're feeling the love. Thanks. Magnifico! Arriba!